Hello, my name is Brandi Hofer, your host and founder of Color Me Happy, a community podcast and book, all of which I started in my in-home studio whilst in the throes of motherhood. I am an artist, author, educator, and mother to three beautiful boys. We live and create together in our in-home studio that is tucked away in the quiet Canadian prairies. Our podcast and community was built to empower and inspire. We chat about everything from motherhood, the art world, business, and health in the most honest and authentic way. It's totally unedited and unfiltered. If you love what we do here, become a part of our free community, Color Me Happy. We have grown the community to support our members with features and interviews. Our link is in the notes. Thank you for being here. I sure do appreciate your time. Welcome to Color Me Happy uh, podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm a little rusty in the new, not new year yet. Not new year yet. A little rusty uh, coming off of Christmas here. <laughs> I am on my second recording. Uh, Rebecca is our guest today. Um, this is a really good chat. Um, we talked about overcoming imposter syndromes, shedding mom guilt, reclaiming uh, passion, and um, coexisting between motherhood and a career and then playing off one another not uh, and coexisting as opposed to uh, clashing together in a really unfun way. So it was a really good talk. I never know or remember, quite remember, what I talk about with a lot of people <laughs> because this was recorded some time ago. And uh, thank you, Rebecca, for coming on and sharing that. She's got a lot of fun Insta videos. So... Uh, check her out at Sunshine Laurel Art. Uh, we also have um, some really great stuff happening. The website is up. It's like a soft launch because I went there this morning. I was like, oh, cool. There's no artwork up. There's artwork with the titles and the prices, but no pictures. So I don't think anyone's going to purchase these. <laughs> so it's a soft launch, but the classes are going. So if you're into um, wanting to do portraiture or ex uh, large-scale portraiture, get creative with your kids and um, step into your new year and uh, challenge yourself in that way. We've also got an upcoming new class and we're collaborating with Shannon and Amy Art um, on diversifying income. So if you're setting some really big income goals, which I highly advise manifesting uh, because it's how I started my career expanded and I'm actually making an, the income for the first time which was my very biggest goal which I actually I was like if I reach this like I didn't even I don't even know how I did it. I surpassed it I did it I'm very proud um and uh yeah so I surpassed that big goal so make these goals and so we're releasing a new class in the next couple of weeks um and it's not just like make more money it's like who you have to be to get there um which all my classes are they're really genuine they're really like you know you should probably get lots of sleep <laughs> or you're not gonna be good at anything really um so uh yeah I have a lot of time I'm like right now like I have to do the podcast for the week obviously but really in depth in that in that class and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger because I'm like oh I just wanted to be like a small little short class really fun easy and I'm just like but I also have more information that they should have on manifesting <laughs> so um I'm really excited about it I can't wait to launch especially because Shannon 
is a really great coach and um, she's got a big uh, mentorship community which um, who really appreciate what she has to say and what she has to offer and she has got great content so I'm very excited uh, if you're interested in that you can just send me a message at Brandy Hofer Studios on Insta and I will get you into the uh, waiting list for that I've never done a waiting list before but because I'm so excited about this class and um, it worked like we, f we figured out ways to make it work because I remember making minus $1,000 as an artist and that really fucking sucked <laughs> and it makes you feel really unworthy of your craft not that like that should be your only goal however it was my goal I like I wanted a sustainable career to support myself and my family and not only that but build some a community and to help other artists grow as well so now I feel like I've gotten to a place where I have a lot to share about that journey um, and how I went from making one minus 1000 to well over six figures in a real authentic like this is not a catch way that will work for you um, so yeah I'm really pumped about that I'm pumped about the new site because it looks good but I'll stop talking about me I want you to get into this. This is about you. The 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 year is your freaking oyster and um, you should be excited. Again, take a walk, relax, recoup after Christmas and I'm sure you'll have to recoup again after the new year uh, and take time for you. That is step one and I really appreciate you being here. Feel free to join our Color Me Happy community. It is free and feel free to share in there. Um, if you have any questions, reach out anytime. Um, and if you'd like our week weekly inspiration, um, just sign up at brandyhofer.ca. Check out that new site, brandyhofer.ca. Uh, it's pretty cool. I've been working on it for a flipping year. So besides the artwork not showing up, most of the other stuff is. So check that out. And thanks again for being here. Such an important step. And then uh, thank you for putting aside a time or time aside to uh, chat here today I'm I'm very happy to meet you I I actually connected because I really love your content and your videos um yeah. very funny <laughs> thank you so much I I really enjoy so those together they're just fun for me so yeah um so you are a mother of two and balancing an art career yes I am I have a little boy who's three and a little girl who's one. So they, you know, they keep me busy. Sure. Yes. Yeah, that's like the littles. Yeah. That's like the hardest time. But I feel like um, at that point, it's like you're clinging on to every sense of who you are at the same time. You're like, oh, I just like you, you, you need the art. Yes, I agree. There's. There's just a shift in your identity, you know, when you become a mom, which is a beautiful thing. But also sometimes you feel like you're losing a lot of a lot of parts of yourself, you know, um, that you used to have. So for me, art has been just that reclaiming of my personality, my passions and kind of finding that how do they how can they coexist instead of be so at odds, you know? So. Mm -hmm. well and that's like the the whole thing it's like um and and me being a part of the art world for so long it's like 
we're not allowed to show those parts of ourselves. That's what it felt like. Anyway, I feel it shifting, which is really positive. Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of a sense of, at least within other artists that I've spoken to, there's sometimes a like a mom guilt that's associated with making time to create. Um, and I don't know, I just think that's an unhealthy way to look at it because creativity in my eyes just, it inspires motherhood and motherhood inspires creativity. They should be a cohesive thing that build each other up instead of this, I have to choose one or the other type of an attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember when that um, shift actually happened for myself, like with um, my first Gus, I remember talking about this, like the Me Too movement had started and I was like, I feel so passionate about this movement and what's going on right now. And then, but I was also just like in the throes of motherhood. And I'm like, that's just not where I'm at right now. And instead I made um, a 44 piece collection that like traveled across the country um, to three places of like the beauty of me creating, or no, that must've been my second child. Sorry, it gets all blurry. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so I made it with my first and I had my second child. That's right. Gotcha. Um, and it's just, it was more powerful and more me and more about, yeah, that connection of, mm-hmm. of and, and so many, like we had 115 people at one opening and it was families. It wasn't like your typical opening, like yeah. littles were invited and it was the most beautiful thing in is, chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's some, in some ways we just have to embrace that chaos because I don't know how to be an artist and a mom without that aspect of it you know because if you are a perfectionist and there's this like you know you have to have things this this perfect way it's just it never happens like every day is a mess most of the time and you make time for the art and it sometimes is you know this tiny little tidbit of time and other times you just get that long awesome deep time with your art and yeah it's just kind of expecting the unexpected embracing the chaos of all of it and just really trying to find beauty in that instead of becoming so stressed out and you know needing it to be as structured as maybe it was before kiddos Mm -hmm. yes we definitely don't have those like long four hour stretches (laughs) of time Uh, they're rare for sure yeah so i remember like just like I couldn't wait. Well, remember, I still feel this way. Like, I'm like, I can't wait till I can get them to bed so I can go paint because everyone's like, oh, it looks like she just does it with them there all day. And that's just not realistic. No. Yeah. There's times when I'll invite my toddler into paint with me or just watch me paint. But that, no, like it's mostly, you know, when you really need to get the work done, it's nap time for me or after bedtime. um, Cause yeah you know they're mm-hmm. they just want to get their hands in all of it it's too appealing oh my gosh yeah like it's yeah. like woo, let's dump this whole <laughs> everything mom has in this bucket every container we must squish all the paint out exactly it's like an expensive afternoon really yeah it is so it can't happen all the time <laughs> we try to we try to make it them included but yeah it is it's you know every now and then for sure but yes totally and there are certain things that like they can do and and of course like if you're like working on like tiny little like you need to focus you need yep. to focus and yep. 
Uh, and, and do you want to talk uh, about that routine for you? Like um, it's one of my top questions actually uh, from when I'm in like um, motivational talks and whatever, or a group asked me to speak. And it's one of the top things people are curious about uh, how we fit it in and like where it fits into routine. How does that work for you? Yeah, so kind of like I mentioned, it it really has been nap time. I'm at a sweet spot right now with both my kids napping a little after lunch, and they nap for you know like two hours usually, which is awesome. I know that won't last forever with my um, oldest getting a little older, but right now I'm able to get a good chunk of stuff done, whether that's my marketing on Instagram or just dedicated time to paint, um, and and then after nap or after bedtime. Um, my husband, if he's at work or if he's doing something else, I'll just kind of commit the time in the evening as well. Um, so yeah, it's, those are the windows that I have. So I just make the most for of now. It. Yep. For now <laughs> no, that will be ever, ever shifting and ever evolving. And that's really the story of my whole art journey as a, and you know, as a mom as well, it's always changing. You, you make time for it because you make time for what matters to you. Um, and the, the blocks of day that you can commit to that is kind of um, shifting. But right now that's how it looks. And yeah, it's more about a lot of times my friends will ask me, how do you have the time to do it? And like I said, it's it's not necessarily that I have all this extra time that I'm like, oh, let me just go paint. <laughs> it's really being intentional about um, this is a window that I have. And instead of choosing to like scroll on my phone, which sometimes can be so tempting to just put the phone down and just say, nope, like I know that this fills me up. I love this. When I'm done, I'm going to feel so much better because I'm using that muscle. I'm using that thing that God has given me, that passion that, you know, all of the things that artists totally relate to um, when we're doing our craft, there's just such a renewing feeling and it's life-giving and it's you know, it's a gift. So I, you know, you have to just intentionally make time for it, even though it's not easy every day. And it's sometimes you don't even feel like painting, you know, but sometimes you have to just say like, I know this is what I love. I know that's what the best decision for this chunk of time is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it only takes like five or 10 minutes to like get into that right? Like it's just consistently showing up, uh, for yourself and there is something magic and it is a gift and it is therapeutic. Um, but also like I'm totally obsessed and I remember being more obsessed in the harder, younger stages of their lives with, with like just the act of painting. And I think your body's like, this feels so good for me. And it is a good thing for you um, at that, you know, really crazy stage where you're like completely exhausted. <laughs> and no. the, the thing about it is when, when you're like, when your job is your passion and it's hard work, the hard work isn't hard work because of the love. Yes. Right. Yes. And I've, I want that for so many people. <laughs> I wish yeah. that was the same case for so many. Yeah. And I just, especially within like other moms, I feel passionate about just encouraging other moms to give themselves permission to take that time for creativity. And, and maybe somebody listening to this is like, well, I'm not a creative. I don't, I don't, you know, they think of Pinterest crafting or something like that. 
and you know, I'm not that mom, but really I think all of us have whatever it may look like for you, um, a different facet of creativity, whether that's baking or writing or knitting, you know, those things are using that same part of your brain. And it's, um, I don't know, we talk about being good stewards of our, you know, working out, being good stewards of our money. But what about being good stewards of the gifts that we have, the passions that we have, and making sure we're allowing ourselves to press into those things and really fulfill those things. Um, so, I mean, I just love encouraging other moms because it it seems like we're all in this battle of like motherhood. And then some of the things that I did, like um, are part of our identity that we just say, well, I guess that has to be on hold until they move out, you know? And I just think that's unhealthy because yeah, like we're a multifaceted person where we have multi-passion, we're multi-passionate, most of us. So it's not just locking in on one part of us and just saying, well, this is it for me, you know, like find the way, find the time, even if it's messy, even if it's little tiny steps, you know, our journey is going to be slower maybe because we do have more responsibilities. And for me, my motherhood does come first, but that's not where it ends, you know, and I, I love being able to kind of just give permission to moms to say, yes, like do those things. It's not selfish to like allow yourself to um, be creative and it, it fills you up. And then you're just those beautiful things that come from being a creative pour over into your family life. And you're showing your kiddos, you know, how to be creative. You know, how does that, you know, you want your kid to be creative, you know, you're emulating that to them. Mm -hmm. Yes, through example, and not only for your family, but other um, parents too, that yeah. they're giving, you're giving them permission through um, inspiring them by, by following your path and your journey. Um, and like, coming from like a first world country, obviously, we're, we, we benefit from mm. the ability to have a choice. And so many people don't have the choice um, just because of the way their society works um, or stereotypes, uh, which we still, we still in North America with that, like struggle with that stereotype of like starving artist and it's not a real career and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So um, I feel like it's still a worldwide <laughs> battle for creatives, uh -huh. but uh, now like it's just there, there are more opportunities for you to thrive um, in That's creative enough. spaces. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to, to say and talk about these things and, and tell like give people permission, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and it's, we're in a, you know, thankfully, like you said, we're blessed as this in this society to have the ability to have creativity part of our life. We're not in just that survival mode or, you know, where we can't thrive like and have those, you know, um, pleasures of creating and that kind of stuff. And that's that's awesome. Um, and like you said, mentioning the starving artist stereotype, it's just I think that is shifting because there when you look around, there is art everywhere and we are contributing beauty to the world. And that's a huge, a huge thing. And nowadays when we have social media and everything, I know that, you know, social media has good and bad sides to it, but for artists, it's a huge blessing to be able to say, Hey, like I can have so many eyes on my art. I don't have to just rely on putting it up in a gallery, hoping that somebody happens to walk by and connect with my work. You're able to get so many eyes 
just, you know, by posting your process and inviting people along on your art journey. And I mean, I try to just stay in a positive mindset with that because that that's never been the case for artists historically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an invaluable tool. It is. Yeah. And um, I feel like even in in like as a privileged person, like I still have to fight for so many things like um, I still have to fight for my time and uh, like the legitimacy of my business. And um, like someone said to me, uh, well, I've had a lot of things said to me, but um, which I won't bring up because it's a lot of negativity, but, yeah. um, and I do get passionate about, and I'm glad they did say them because it gives me, it fuels my fire to like keep going. Okay. Um, and it gives me more incentive. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you're not really a business. Cause like, you're not, you don't have a physical like space, like a, like in like a downtown or whatever. And it's like, yeah. I'm not a business. What? Like yeah. what? Are, what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't like, think things have shifted so much. Like there's not this cookie cutter one way that a business looks anymore. And there's so many things since COVID and everything that has shifted to people just can work from home. They can they have that that freedom. And yeah, like there's doesn't mean there's not you know validity to those businesses for sure. That's just kind of silly, but yeah, I know it's it's which I I like at that point I was like this everyone was very panicking because they're like working from home with their kids and uh -huh. i'm just like sitting here i was like this what have i been doing the whole time this is normal yes. it was like it was uh validation for me i was like uh -huh. ah everyone else is experiencing this shit storm that i experience every day trying to run my business from my home right with three that. kids yeah yeah it was just oh. like a, a moment of oh i'm just gonna like this is bad, but like this feels also good at the same time. <laughs> yeah, totally. I understand that for sure. Um, so where did your creative journey begin for you? Um, like, did you start with an education? Uh, did you explore um, through self-motivated process or how did that all begin? Yeah, so I mean, I've always been drawn to, you know, drawing and painting and that since I was a little kid. Um, and as I grew older, I, and it was time to start like finding a career and deciding on what I wanted to do after high school and stuff. I think I knew inside that I would love to go to art school and like, that would be something that would be awesome. But I think at the time that, that stereotype that you um, brought up earlier, I think was kind of, I was influenced by that for sure. Like, well, you know, art is a side thing. You do that on the side. That's never just like your full-time gig you, you know, you got to have a real job, you know, and that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm like, I regret feeling that way because I, I would have, I think if I just pressed in from even earlier in my life, I would have really found that joy, you know, so much earlier. Um, but I went into um, the Air National Guard, which that was a blessing because it helped me pay for school and gave me some life experiences that I, that I love. Um, but I went into dental assisting and, that was like my, okay, I have a real job. That's, that's going to feel more adult, you know? Um, but I always painted along like on, on the side, it was always something I was just, I never let that fall off completely. I always just kept painting. And even while I was in school, I was like, kept on being drawn to the art classes, you know, like I would take one art class with my, all my dental assisting classes. And so I just kind of decided it was going to be this little, you know, side thing. 
And um, it wasn't until I became a mom, I had, we had our first son in um, 2019 and all of a sudden I was at home and I was with him and I was like, you know, I, I want painting to be part of my life. And I had some extra time with all of his naps and stuff. So I just started at the, at the time, you know, tiny babies sleep all the time. I just would paint all the time during the day and just kind of started watching Bob Ross videos again that from like that I loved from kiddohood and I was watching I was like oh like this is just getting like all the juices flowing and I just started I saw an online course that I could take from home to kind of just you know learn some new techniques learn how to you know just expand my skills so I started doing that and then it's just ever since then it has just slowly evolved I've just continued to prioritize that as what I really want to do. That's what I really feel passionate about. And just, yeah, it's just been an ever, you know, growing process since then. And so I do have motherhood kind of to thank for kind of I'm home now and I, now I'm going to, you know, not working anymore. And I just, I could really prioritize it, you know, obviously on the side still a little bit with being a mom, but um, yeah, it's just been a slow journey and, <laughs> But that's kind of how I like it because it just, you know, it should be slow. It should be one thing at a time. It should be sucking at something. And then you you get to see yourself, you know, improve. And that that's part of the beauty of, you know, creativity is that there's you you get to see that evolution. And I, I don't know. That's. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's so cool. I love hearing about your journey. And not only that. Um, I love that you shouted out to Bob Ross because we all know who he is, but it's not like anyone w watched him anymore to like be like pumped up. I did. It was, it, I really did. I would be like nursing my son, <laughs> my son and I would be watching and I'm like, oh, like I got to try that. And I would put, put Everett to nap and just be like, I'm getting like, I just start trying to do some of the things and it would just help me, you know, like get back into it and make it like, Hey, this is a thing. And yeah, it's so funny that, but Bob he, Ross, my favorite. <laughs> Bob Ross is your favorite. I love it so much. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm just like, she loves Bob Ross. I do. I haven't met a recent Bob Ross fan. Um, that's so great. Yeah. Well, and at the time too, we were living up and just in the woods at the time and just up in the mountains and I would go on walks and I would just so oh, wow soak in the mountains and the trees and just I felt so inspired all the time by looking around and I just study the, the clouds as I'd walk because I'd have my baby on on my chest I'd have him in the wrap a lot and I would just study you know how you, you know when you look at yeah yeah perspective you're just like how would I do that and so I would you know it was mixed with that as well because I was loving being outside and just really getting into nature. That was another big boost for me as well. Yeah, I love the moments of motherhood um, that allow you the time and space to pause where you wouldn't have before. Yes. Right? Like throughout the day, like there's just moments where like if you're nursing, you're just forced to sit there. Wow. I never was a phone scroller with nursing because I just found it. I like way to just like I couldn't do it like it mm -hmm. never worked out with any of them because they were yeah. all like really big movers yeah while nursing which is like yeah. you're like this is hard so I would I wouldn't I when people are like I just play on my phone when I nurse I was like how how do you do that <laughs> you're like I'm wrestling a baby at the same time yeah so no yeah so I would always go to like the dark room like well no I didn't I nursed everywhere yeah. boots out everywhere shocking yeah 
people left, right, and center. But um, the like the moments where like you would sit in the dark room with the sound machine were my like absolute favorite because you're like, this is not gonna last forever. And this is such a short blip in my life. And I just want to like feel their fat hand in mine and just like squeeze the dimples and rub them on, rub their fat hands on my cheek. And like, I miss it so much. Like last night I was just waiting for my son to come out of the bath um, and read with him. And I was just sitting in that rocking chair and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss that connection so so much yeah um because teddy's three now and it's just like those moments where yeah you're just walking because you like you're here you have you're just like i need to do something and move this baby outside in the fresh air and you're just walking and looking around and it is i get how difficult this part of our lives is are but like it's also so there's so many moments that bring you to the present moment and obviously when you spend time with kids too, they're the best at that, like being in the moment and we're becoming the worst at it. I know it's so true. And, and and that's such a cool, like, I love the perspective that you're putting out there because it it can be so hard at moments, but I don't know if we sit and ponder, if we stay in that negativity for too long, it's just, it's so overwhelming because we have to continue to look at the the little blessings that they are and those little moments, like you said, that you get to just pause where otherwise you'd be busy, busy going, going. Um, And it's, yeah, you slow down a little bit, but then you start to appreciate those just, you know, those beautiful moments with your little ones. And they are, the hard stuff is so fleeting. That whole season is fleeting. You know, like I'm right in the midst of it right now, but yeah, you turn around and your kid is not needing you much anymore, you know? So that kind of stuff, it's so important to just stay in that, that thankful and grad, like gratitude just needs to be part of your daily routine because it is, it's a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and you know, you, we know that like we go to the grocery store and, and like old people stop you and they're I like, know. you're, you're going to miss it. I know. I know. I get that. <laughs> you're like, I am currently in the grocery store with three terrorists. And <laughs> that's how, yeah. And I just like, I don't think I'm going to miss this particular <laughs> part that I we're know. like witnessing right now, where someone's like called me a, a fucking bitch because I didn't get them the right cereal. Oh. Um, no, they, well, okay. So here's this, and I, I think it's actually very funny, but um, I can't put it on social media anymore <laughs> because like the, the trolls are like clearly like their dad calls her a freaking bitch but teddy will do anything for a laugh and he like gets really excited and people laugh when he says freaking bitch Uh, i don't even know where he got it from because i don't go around saying like i throw f-bombs out i'm not gonna say i'm not human and i do swear and but i don't know where bitch came from yeah and um but he gets a laugh so when he's excited about something now he's like he like gets he looks at me and he's like freaking bitch mom oh my goodness i'm like no like we like i don't even know like we've tried ignoring him we've tried everything and it's just like 
And then at the hockey game the other day, he went like this. He flipped the bird, double bird to the stands, and the whole stands erupted in laughter. And I'm like, right. this is why this He's is like, I'm reinforced. So yes, getting reinforced so hard because, like, yeah. like I said, his like his mission in in life is to get a laugh. Like he just loves people and if he doesn't know someone he walks up to them and goes um teddy <laughs> they're like hi hi <laughs> yeah. sounds like quite the character yeah so uh but yes um people aren't always the best when it comes to like laughing over you're like come on this is my daily like you gotta laugh because i'll go back to the quote by the indigo girls you gotta you gotta laugh because you'll cry your eyes out if you don't well, yeah. And I think it's sometimes, yeah, it's easy for us to just get, like I said earlier, just get to the all the negatives and the hard stuff and get just weighed down by that. But like, it's, I don't know, that's no way to live. And I don't think that's how we're called to be as moms. Like we have to continually fight for the, you know, the beauty of it. And I think that's another part of creativity is like we, as women, like we do, we create life in our bodies. Like we create those magical moments for our kids. We, we are creating the like vibe of our home, you know, and that environment is like, that's part of what we create, you know? And so making sure our mental state where we are at, you know, spiritually, all of the facets of, of ourselves like that that's what's facilitating our family life and what kind of invite like what experience our kids have you know like i just love all the different sides of motherhood and being a woman and being able to have like create those beautiful things in our homes you know um i totally wholeheartedly agree and for people to like divide them or say it's not as worthy right um is just like i I just fight with every breath to be like, as a mother and as a woman, I have become more empathetic and more full of love and a stronger individual. And that is power. Like yep. that, that in artwork is a beautiful power. And, and it is just as worthy as any other, you know, person's painting anywhere else in the world i i just think it's just a such a beautiful beautiful thing and it's such a gift and i'm so proud of you know all of my female friends and and women who are pushing forward in the world and working together i have seen them do amazing amazing things and tackle their dreams even though it was absolutely scary mm -hmm. um lindsay who i just had on my podcast hasn't been released yet but by the time this is out it'll yeah. probably be out i always yeah. am like how do i talk about other podcasts because i never know <laughs> yeah when they're coming out um because i am creative with the podcast too i'm like yeah. i feel like this week we should talk about Ooh, i remember that conversation with this person so i'll put like it's like a total whim um yeah. i don't plan them out it's weekly inspiration yeah. as in my newsletter it's super yeah. honest like this is weekly inspiration for me it's weekly inspiration for my listeners and and um but she had this huge turning point when she came into motherhood um and she talks about it and it's not my story to tell so i won't go into it but they were really like they almost lost their first baby and it was a very like it was months of trauma and fighting and they they moved 
they moved their whole family from Canada to Belize. Like, wow. and she's, they, her ha- partner and husband were, he was like, they both had, she was in marketing. They both had like solid, successful jobs. And they, and she just said, I was crying in the parking lot in the hospital. And I said, I don't want to be here anymore. And through COVID, they shifted their whole entire lives. And she's, she's taken on her creative self. She was creating to heal through that trauma. Mm -hmm. And, um, now she's working, they've built this place and they're going to do art retreats. And like, it's just like an amazing story. And that's what I mean by that is power. Like that is power to me that they were, they didn't know what they were doing. They overcame that fear because life is just simply too short. Yeah. And it's okay to continue to dream and have those things that just light you on fire. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I just, I can't help but continue to follow this where it may lead. And um, yeah, I just, I love, like I said earlier, like moms need to hear that. And the more, like I just uh, pre-ordered a book um, called Create Anyway by Ashley Gadd. And she, oh, it's just been so inspiring. It's basically saying like creating in the margins of motherhood. And, um, and she has been an inspi- inspiration to me as well, just because, yeah, like she just, she talks about all the different ways, like opening your eyes to that creativity is so much bigger than just, like I said earlier, oh, a Pinterest craft that, or like those crafty moms who have these perfect little things they do. Like, it's not just that, like find, find your passion for creativity. And it may not look like an artist or an, like this kind of thing. It's, it may be totally unique to you. And if you are the, that person who's like, I don't have anything. I, there's nothing that I'm, I don't, not that kind of person. Like, I think you might be, but you just need to press into it and find it. Like ask your your spouse, ask your friends, like, what kind of, what do you see in me? What, what I'm trying to find, like, kind of find that part of myself where I can, you know, find that creative out- outlet. And it's such a huge blessing as you, as you press into that. Um, so when we talk about that and that for some people is like huge imposter syndrome and that never goes yeah. away. It doesn't. For anyone. It doesn't. Um, how do you overcome imposter syndrome? What are some ways that you work through that? So, yeah, you're totally right. Imposter syndrome is real for all of us, I think. We all have that. It's just part of being human. I think you have that, like, over-analytical of yourself. And for a long time, I wouldn't even feel comfortable calling myself an artist because, and I'm sure, like, I mean, you've walked that maybe similar thing. I'm, everybody is like, oh, I'm not good enough yet. It's like we have to have some giant achievement to then qualify as an artist or as a, you know, a writer or creator, whatever it is. And I just think like, no, like you, if you are creating something, you know, then you are a creator and you are, if you're, you know, creating something out of nothing, you have the ability to say, I am an artist. That's something that I love. And I don't know why there's like that big hurdle for people to be able to just say like, own that in yourself, if that's what you're passionate about. Um, But for me, especially getting more into the social media space, putting my, my art journey out there, imposter syndrome definitely comes up and you're just like, well, does anyone want to see this? I'm not even that good. You just start to that, that snowball of negativity and self-doubt can be real. So um, I, for me, perspective wise, I try to just shift whenever my mind is going that way. I try to just shift into a place of, it's not about what everyone else thinks of my work. 
it, that has nothing to do with why I'm here, why I'm showing up. I love to do this. I love to invite people, anybody, whoever may want to see what I'm doing, come along for the ride. There is no, like, this isn't some big, you know, formal thing that we have to feel so stressed out. And then that squishes your creativity in and of itself when you let yourself go there. Um, but shifting that mindset when you're, when you're, you find yourself going down those negative imposter syndrome thoughts of just saying, like, bringing it back to the, your why, like, why do I do this? Um, why do I create? Why do I love this? Um, and just re rehearsing those things in your mind and reminding yourself that it doesn't need to be about what everyone else thinks of your art. If you're validating your the, your value um, comes from the likes and the comments or somebody saying, oh, I love what you're doing. If that's the only place that you're finding that if that's your why, then that's so shallow. Like find a deeper why of what truly gets you to pick up the paintbrush or pick up the pen or, you know, do whatever. Um and just bring it back to the main reason. Um, and for me, I'm a Christian. I, I want to glorify God in all that I do and emulate the beautiful creation we get to enjoy. And I live in Colorado. I get to look at the mountains. I just want to like, I want to emulate that as best I can. That is my why. And when I, when I just recenter on that, all of that just kind of fades away because it's not about impressing other people. It's not about trying to convince them that I deserve to be here. It's about just doing it for the love of doing it. I think nowadays it's like, you better do it and you better be able to make money off of it. Like, what about just doing things because simply you love it, you know, and it doesn't have to be this thing that brings you fame or you're not making a name for yourself. You're just doing it because you love it. Um, so getting back to basics is really back to your why, back to this doesn't have to be such a big thing that I make, you know, this mountain that I have to climb. Mm hmm. It's, it's like those small steps of showing up every day that exactly. accumulate to something larger. You don't know what's at play. I know. Right? Yeah. And I think um, a takeaway from that would be stepping away from the a device, right? Yes. Yes. When you're in your head um, and like where you live, like, or where anyone lives, they can go on a walk. Yeah. I've, I find like such value in making space and just like going back to nature. Cause sometimes I just look at the sunset and I'm like, how is this even possible? I know. Like you feel like a little speck on something yes. Yes. like grander than anything that we can know, feel or see. Mm -hmm. And when we connect in nature like that, that is coming back to who we are as humans um, and, um, I think, um, like we connect on devices, but I think that part of like the feeling of it is lost, um, comparatively to just connecting back to nature and back to yourself. Um, I totally, totally agree with that. Like yesterday I showed up at our art Academy uh -huh. and I was just like, it was so sunny out. And I was like, I don't want to be inside. Like, I don't want to be inside at all right now. And I just took them for a walk. Yeah. I am the same. Like sometimes you just need some sun. That's like, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm depressed, but no, I just needed some sun. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's how I, I feel sometimes for sure. And the phones too. Oh yeah. It's so good for them. Right? You're just like, they're like, of like you're like losing them. You're like, as, as soon as you go outside, you're like, oh, we're fine. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, me... and that sense of community too, right? Like when you go outside, you see, other people. Oh, who I saw on. So I love this woman and I'm terrible with names, but I love yeah. this 
mom on social media. She always like just like she just like basically vents about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like for like life stuff. for example, like why are we having our kids in so many extracurriculars? Like I sorry, there's a vacuum on beside me. So I realize oh, I'm yelling now. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just like yelling at the mic. She's just like saying like I literally left the playground where my girl was doing like she was doing real life gymnastics on the playground and having the time of her life. And I pulled her off the playground to get to gymnastics, which I paid $600 a year oh for. She's yeah. like, it's just like, what are we doing? Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree. Um, yeah, but not saying my kids aren't in extracurriculars, but like, yeah. I think they're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Well, and it's like, it's that simplicity that I think we're missing now. It's like, we feel obligated to do so much. It's like, get back to the basics. It's impossible. Get back to simplicity of like, we don't need all of this stuff in our life that I feel like it's like cluttering up our brain. And um, yeah, they're just getting outside the, the limiting phone time, making sure like that you're really being like present in the moment. I don't know all that stuff. It's such a big thing for us in our day right now because yeah, we have, we have so many distractions all the time. It's sad that we consciously have to like really work super hard <laughs> to do these things. Like it's, it's such, it's like such a, it's such a uh, crazy thing. Like I'm yeah. even having trouble at this point with, um, like the way I connect online and, and with my business and stuff, like I'm having trouble sitting and drawing. Like I am struggling with just like sitting long enough to draw. Like yeah. that is crazy. Yeah. Um, considering that's all I used to do. Right. Yeah, yeah, all I, I used to do was just draw and paint yeah. and like feel those feelings. Although I had, we had lost like, I was healing really hard. So I feel like that's almost all I could do yeah. at yeah. that moment. Mm -hmm. That's all I was capable of was right. just like parenthood and creation. Well, they're both in the same, but like, yeah, yeah. it was just like all I could even take on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And now it's just like, you kind of get stuck and you're like, Oh, I forgot. And I made a video about it on social media. Cause I just like felt so strongly. Like I forgot that, like I haven't drawn for three weeks and I forgot that it's the heartbeat of what I do. It's yeah. literally why I do everything else and yeah. I need to work hard to keep, keep it in my life. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah. Like, and while sh like sharing your work and all that stuff is important. Yeah. Like sometimes you get into an art block or just say like, I, I don't feel like doing it. And that's when I feel like there's that reset is needed. Like the, the maybe putting the phone down, getting outside, finding that organic inspiration, like doing a whole piece without even filming it because that is still an intimate time. Yeah. Just that time where you're not having to be interrupted you know, to, oh, I need to take a video of this or whatever. Like, I got to share this because that's part of my marketing. Yes, that's true. But it can't, I can't be containing all that you create because, yeah, those moments with, like, I don't, some some pieces I just don't film at all because I just want to be present. I want to just have that, that time in the studio. Um, and that is so key for, especially for creatives because um, I, I made a reel about it at one point was like, if you're creating content, and you're creating, that's a lot, like that's a lot of output. So you have to always be self-assessing 
and making sure you're not burning yourself out. You're not just creating just to post it for the likes, all that, like remembering where do you find your value and um, yeah, just making the time for just you and your art because there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, where can everyone find you? What's your website and your Instagram? And like, and I, I um, encourage everyone to tune in to, I love, I love all your feed. I know we just talked about how it's like toxic for creativity, but I feel like it's, in the, it's actually, if we look at it in a positive way, it is another form of creativity. It I is. actually enjoy real making or I, I wouldn't do it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, just having the real life side of it. There's there's definitely benefit to it. Yeah, we just talked about finding that balance, but it's there's a benefit to it and it's fun to just be able to share that journey with others and find other artists that are just like, you totally get it. And we can joke about some of the real life stuff of, you know, going through, you know, different parts of our artists' lives. So yeah, I do, I really do love it. But yeah, my yeah. handle is Sunshine and Laurel Art. Um, my middle name is Laurel. So that's where the name came from. And my grandparents called me Sunshine when I was a kid. So I put those two things together oh. and I was like, this is my, this is my art name. Um, so Sunshine and Laurel Art is um, my Instagram. And then sunshineandlaurelart.com is my website. You can kind of check out my different art pieces. And um, yeah, that's kind of where you can find me if you want to follow along on my art journey. Amazing. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on today. It was super nice to meet you. Yeah. And I hope we chat more soon. And, and uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows where life will lead? So. I know. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate you messaging me. And it's just been a joy to talk to you. So, all righty. Have an awesome weekend. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. And in our new class coming up, Diversify uh, Your Creative Income, we talk about gratitude. And I could not do host this podcast. I could not do what I do, uh, connect to, connect community, give back to my own community without our partners, Red Bicycle Communications, Oasis Hot Yoga, and Spin Studio. Um, sorry, I just got excited about some way I'm giving back and my brain went... Doo -doo -doo. <laughs> I'm very excited about uh, something and I can't say anything about it. <laughs> so... Sorry, that was a weird blip. BioClean Disaster Services. Um, I think that's it for now. If you'd like, if you're interested in be supporting us, um, we love to give back and we love to support our community. So we appreciate any support that we do get. And um, yeah, you can reach out at brandyhofer.ca or any other social media way. <laughs> I really effed that up, but I got to release this podcast. So stay cool and we'll chat. Stay cool. Yeah, that's what a cool person says. All right. Have a great day and uh, we'll talk to you all probably in the new year. If you're looking for some time for yourself to relax, release and unwind, Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself, you deserve it.